0: Thank you for joining me for today's BeastWatch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, beastwatchnews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers-Brown. The new normal that we all find ourselves trapped in has a reality to it that few realize the meaning of. The new normal is a slavery of such magnitude that it can barely be described. It is much greater and worse than the first slavery of the Israelites in Egypt, and that's the point. Those Israelites were only put to hard labor. Today's Israelites will be put to death Empires used to mark their slaves in various ways. Most often this was done through tattoos, branding with hot irons, even cutting off earlobes and the end of noses. Those markings were instantaneous and permanent. This last evil empire is using a process which is also permanent, but not instantaneous. It is a slow drip from the end of a needle that changes human DNA this marking has already begun and it is a process this time and designed to trap Israelites let me define a biblical Israelite Israelites are those from the 12 tribes who know this one crucial thing that Yeshua is both their God and king. Humans are now being changed from human to transhuman with each and every COVID shot. By slowly transforming humans into transhumans, a combination of human and machine, they become unredeemable by Yahweh, much to Satan's delight In the days of Noah, demons mated with human women who then bore half-demon, half-human babies. Satan has been in the business of destroying Yahweh's creation from the beginning. Over the eons, interbreeding between animal species and the hybridizing and GMOing of plants and animals at the behest of Hasatan have become commonplace. And many do not think of this as perversion, but it is. Humans are still in Satan's crosshairs, but his conquering no longer comes through military sieges and taking captives in the former way. The military attacks will come later, but right now, the marking is happening before any military attacks. Enslavement comes from the end of a needle and the jabbed become permanent captives to Satan. The mark of the beast has always been more than just a simple mark in the flesh. This mark is simply the evidence of rebellion against Yahweh. It is administered by Satan's worker slaves, yes, but he cannot make a loyal citizen of Israel into a slave. He does not have that kind of authority. But he can do the Balaam doctrine and make the people curse themselves. In exchange for one's disobedience and rebellion to Yahweh, the beast will quote-unquote bless the vaccinated person with becoming a transhuman, one immune from disease and death. If you think I'm kidding, listen to this article from the Wall Street Journal in June 2020. It says... It sounds bitterly ironic now in the midst of a global pandemic, but not long ago some of the most forward-looking people in the world believed that humanity was close to abolishing death. If you asked me today, is it possible to live to be 500? The answer is yes, said Bill Maris, the founder of Google Ventures in 2015. Three years later, biomedical researcher Aubrey de Grey estimated that people in middle age now have a fair chance of never dying. Eternal life. Through advanced technology seems like a pipe dream for a society, yet COVID-19 may turn out to be just the kind of crisis needed to turbocharge efforts to create a transhuman future. With our biological fragility more obvious than ever, many people will be ready to embrace the message of the Transhumanist Declaration, an eight-point program first issued in 1998, which says... We envision the possibility of broadening human potential by overcoming aging, cognitive shortcomings, involuntary suffering, and our confinement to planet Earth. I'll talk about that in a minute. What is the transhumanist declaration? Well, here's a preview of some of its points. 1. Humanity stands to be profoundly affected by science and technology in the future. We envision the possibility of broadening human potential by overcoming aging, cognitive shortcomings, involuntary suffering, and hmm, our confinement to planet Earth. Huh. Well, Satan is confined to planet Earth, and do you suppose transhumanists feel sorry for him, and think Yahweh is unjust against him, and by extension, all of humanity? And then here's number four research effort needs to be invested into understanding these prospects we need to carefully deliberate how best to reduce risks and expedite beneficial applications we also need forums where people can constructively discuss what should be done and a social order where responsible decisions can be implemented huh social order directed to the many by the few Interesting, isn't it? Ain't that what we have now under this COVID lie? Number seven. We advocate the well-being of all sentience, including humans, non-human animals and any future artificial intellects, modified life forms or other intelligences to which technological and scientific advance may give rise. Oh, there it is, Satan's perverted life forms, the artificial intellects and modified life forms, just like in the days of Noah. Satan messing with Yahweh's creation the promise to the jabbed is well-being the unvaccinated to whom the vaccine self spreads are intended to die from the spike proteins the lie to the jabbed about well-being will soon become evident as people begin dropping dead not only from the jab, but from famine, natural disasters, and wars. Transhumanists have long been driven by the fear that our entire species could be wiped out by nuclear war, asteroid collision, technological accident, or a pandemic, or <laughs> through physical intervention by Yahweh, who commands the heavenly host. In March, as the coronavirus was spreading around the world, the science writer Tom Chivers observed that it proves the need for technological protection against such existential threats, you know, like Yahweh coming back here to take control again. Humans could be around for a billion years, he said, or more, if we don't screw it up. Coronavirus won't be the thing that kills us all, but it's a bloody good illustration of how something could, Chivers wrote in the online magazine Unheard. H-E-R-D. That's what they think of us. We're a herd. People have always feared death and dreamed of escaping it, but until now, that hope has been formulated in religious terms. Transhumanism promises that death can be conquered physically, not just spiritually, and the movement has the support of people with the financial resources to make it happen: Jeff Bezos, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, and Google. Transhumanists envision several possible avenues to immortality. Nano robots could live inside ourselves, and. Constantly repair damage halting aging in its tracks genetic engineering could eliminate the mechanisms that cause us to age in the first place such technologies are still out of reach but transhumanists believe we will be able to master them sooner than most people think with the help of the super powered artificial intelligence ultimately however the hope is that we won't just use computers, we'll become them. A transhuman future in which mortality is optional may sound like paradise, but if it arrives sooner for some of us than for others, it could prove to be a dystopia. This Forbes article titled Transhumanism and the Future of Humanity Seven Ways the World Will Change by 2030 says that one way the change is coming is through human augmentation. The coming years will usher in a number of body augmentation capabilities that will enable humans to be smarter, stronger and more capable than we are today. Both wearable and implantable brain, machine interfaces are in development from organizations that include Elon Musk's Neuralink, Facebook, and DARPA. It was DARPA has provided the hydrogel with the little self-assembling nanobots that assemble themselves inside your body to use the CRISPR technology to snip out the area of the DNA that has the God gene to replace it with the Lucifer synthetic program that changes the human into a transhuman in the new and emerging Lucifer race. Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum says transhumanism is evolution in hyperdrive. The central premise of transhumanism is that biological evolution will eventually be overtaken by advances in genetic, wearable, and implantable technologies that artificially expedite the evolutionary process. The transhuman medical movement has already begun with many devices in use today such as pacemakers, stents, joint replacements, prosthetic and ear implants. However, There are future technologies on the horizon, such as nanotechnology and enhancement with brain-slash-computer interaction that will usher in the age of super longevity, super strength, and super intelligence. The COVID jab is designed to fulfill this agenda. Today... A thriving pro-cyborg medical industry is setting the stage for trillion-dollar markets that will remake the human experience. Five million people in America suffer from Alzheimer's, but a new surgery that involves installing brain implants is showing promise in restoring people's memory and improving lives. Folks, this is not about Alzheimer's. It is about permanent, non-redeemable enslavement to the last wicked empire. The use of medical and microchip implants, whether in the brain or not, are expected to surge in the coming years. Some experts surmise that as many as half of Americans will have implants by 2020. It's truly a new age for humans, says the World Economic Forum. An American technology firm began to embed microchip-sized rice grains into its employees. The Three Square Market, a Wisconsin company, said 50 of its employees volunteered to have their chips installed since August after they signed a Radio Frequency Identification Technology Agreement. RFID chips will be implanted between the thumb and forefinger and this will allow them, among other things to pay for food at the company RFID technology will be used for paying opening doors, using photocopiers logging on office computers unlocking phones, sharing business cards and keeping information on employee health British companies are seriously considering chipping their workers. That information leaked after the Swedish technology company Biohacks discovered that they, there was negotiating a deal with a large number of British legal and financial firms. One of them is allegedly a part of the big four audit firms and has several thousand employees. The reason for the induction of chipping is not greater control of employees, but better control of valuable documents. This article by Matt Frew, Senior Lecturer in Enterprise and Transformational Technology at the University of West of Scotland, says COVID-19 has unmasked a dual power, one that shows the frailties of the old discourse of events and festivity, while accelerating a new discourse that produces a new power-knowledge subject triad, or new world of events and festivity with a new transhuman or trans-event consumer or subject. Isn't that an interesting word? And isn't it interesting that the COVID Vaxports are first being rolled out at sporting and other events and festivities such as music concerts? Huh. Now, don't you think that They didn't have this planned all along. COVID-19 simply animated the power and potential of transformation technologies. The Journal of Medical Ethics has an adverse opinion about transhumanism. It says, The medical standard of human health is based on our predominant innate biological characteristics. Our species-typical natural state, which is in turn associated with a range of innate biological functions. When any innate biological function cannot be reliably fulfilled toward a species-typical outcome, this constitutes a deficiency of health. There appears to be no other objective point of reference for the concept of human health. The public health model specifically requires an empirically grounded standard in order to justify any population-wide medical interventions or guidelines, for example, vaccines, pandemic preparedness, or even food and safety regulations. Nevertheless, not all public interventions are strictly compatible with the objective standard of health. Vaccine mandates, for example, are motivated by the prospective benefit of vaccines to human health, but the mechanism of vaccination is to alter the innate state of our immune system. Vaccine mandates, therefore, implicitly negate the normative standard they rely on to justify their public health benefit. Another example is the inclusion of contraception in the category of reproductive health. It is unclear why the medically induced temporary infertility with possible side effects should count as health. Based on the objective standard of health, contraception may be generally unhealthy, but is deemed desirable for other reasons. One possible objection to this argument is that the idea of improvement in public health associated with vaccines, for example, or with certain transhumanist enhancements of the body does, in fact, respect the standard of health based on our species' typical innate biological characteristics, but makes an additional conceptual step of extrapolating this healthy human functionality Towards some ideal state. The characteristics developed via evolution offer us the conceptual basis for further optimization or improvement. Nevertheless, logical consistency demands that the notions of optimization or improvement beyond the healthy natural state are bound by the same standard of health as that which applies to our natural state, in which case transhumanism is normatively on par with contraception perception motivated by reasons other than health In any case, it is a strange proposition that by altering an organism that is already healthy, we could make it healthier. At present, transhumanism seems to evade this explanatory problem via a conceptual sleight of hand, by replacing health, understood as the state of functional integrity of a living organism, with health as the purely functional capacity Of a tool In light of this objection Transhumanism could be characterized As a deficiency of health Which is tolerated only For the sake of gaining access To new tools But does all this Transformation to transhumanism Make the COVID jab The mark of the beast just because it changes humans from purely human to part human part machine yes because satanic transhumanist agenda aside there is one specific feature and condition of the mark of the beast that defines it plainly and clearly this condition is now a reality on earth for the first time in human history the issue of buying and selling when people are having their freedoms curtailed because of not having a jab it's the mark of the beast RT.com reported this past week that Pakistan will now disable the SIM cards of the phones of the unvaxxed. Minister Yasmeen Rashid said that the policy would disable SIM cards belonging to those who fail to get vaccinated beyond a certain time. And that we are doing all we can to compel people to get vaccinated the government cannot allow individuals who do not want to get vaccinated to risk lives of those who are already vaccinated well It should be the other way around. The vaccinated are harming the unvaccinated through the new gain-of-function technology in this jab that transmits the little jabbers, the spike proteins, to the unvaccinated. Plus, vaccines are supposed to protect the vaccinated from the disease they got jabbed for. Listen to this brave leader from Finland, Anno Turtianen, the member of Parliament of Finland, who gave a straight speech on July 9th, 2021. He warned all members of the Finnish parliament and media that if they continue misleading citizens by telling them fairy tales about safe vaccines, they are intentionally involved in several different crimes. The most serious of these may be even genocide. Tertunian's specific words were Finland is currently injecting its citizens with toxins disguised as COVID vaccines. He further said that he was providing evidence to the Finnish parliament so that none of the parliamentarians could claim ignorance of this fact in the future. 78 Finns have died from the vaccine. There have been 1,300 serious adverse reaction reports and 3,630 unprocessed reports. And when people have to be vaccinated to enter a country, Israel or any other one, It's the mark of the beast. Vaccinated individual tourists are now to be allowed into Israel from July 1st. A spokesperson for the tourism minister told the Jerusalem Post that the decision will not require any further approval by the government and there won't be any limit on the number of visitors allowed in as long as they're vaccinated and take a PCR test. Only vaccinated travelers and not those who have recovered will be allowed in. They will have to present their vaccination certificate before boarding the plane as well as the results of their PCR test. Why is there still a need for PCR tests? It is because this is about the mark. It is not about the disease at all. They need to verify that there are spike proteins and little nanobots in your body and not coronavirus antibodies. Jerusalem is now full-fledged mystery Babylon. No one may enter the Jewish-only nation as a tourist without the mark. And Jordan is now following suit with Israel. Although unvaccinated travelers can still enter the country of Jordan, and who knows how long that will be the case, no longer can unvaccinated visitors travel to Jordan's main tourist areas, Aqaba, Wadi Rum, and Petra, starting on July 1st. Currently, there are 21 countries that require the COVID vaccine Mark of the Beast to enter as a tourist. And there is more coming than just this COVID jab. That's just the start. Revelation 6-2, the writer with the piece of cloth that is translated as bow. The word for Revelation 6-2's bow is Toxon, T-O-X-O-N, a noun, and tic is its root word, the bow, the cloth, that starts the woman's and the earth's pregnancy and delivery process. Look, I understand the phonetic comparison of Toxon with Toxin. They are related words, and... That comparison is relevant, but G3115 talks on comes from G5088 tikto, which means to bring forth, bear, produce, like fruit from the seed. And here is the telling part. Of a woman giving birth of the earth bringing forth its fruits, metaphorically to bear, to bring forth. These three definitions describe the tribulation. We know about the woman giving birth to the kingdom in Revelation 12 has to have birth pangs between chapters 6 and 12, but the earth is also bearing its fruits, the GMOs and poisons, the toxins, there's that related word, and the wickedness that the earth is called along with the heaven to witness against the Israelite people who are scattered worldwide and the Gentiles whom they are among Tiktoe means to deliver that which has been conceived in other words the world is about to get what it has sown into the earth so what more is coming well Israel now has the most far-right religious government it has ever had led by a Jewish Kabod supremacist. Will the altar be erected under his watch? If it's going to be, it needs to be done before his tenure in office ends within two years because it is less likely under Yer Lapid although it could still happen. And then there are the UFOs. June 25th is the day the U.S. supposedly will release information which, it is being said, neither proves or disproves the existence of extraterrestrials or that they are visiting the Earth. The point of the release of this information is not for the purpose of proving or disproving the existence of aliens in the skies. Nope. It is for setting up the scenario of people witnessing Jesus riding through the clouds on his white horse and other misunderstood and twisted visual phenomena from scripture. I believe it is possible the New World Order will use its considerable holographic technology to make it appear that Jesus is coming through the clouds on his white horse. The effect of Jesus coming through the clouds in the sky, though, will be to deceive Christians. They will think they've missed the rapture, and then will flock to Jerusalem, all vaccinated and marked by the beast, to convert to Noahidism under the Jewish Antichrist. Yeshua, when he returns, will be completely on planet Earth when he comes, and will follow the Exodus route of the first generation. The clouds will be the same kind of clouds as before pillars of clouds that he used to surround and protect his people in the first exodus and his rescue route will begin in egypt when he comes to rescue us from the sheepfold in the safe place and then his trek will end at jerusalem Barack Obama had something to say about the release of the UFO information in an interview on June 9th. He claimed that concrete proof of extraterrestrial life would not change any of his beliefs but would probably lead to the creation of new religions. In an interview with the New York Times' Ezra Klein podcast, he said there would be changes in society. It's interesting, he said. It wouldn't change my politics at all because my entire politics is premised on the fact that we are these tiny organisms on this little speck floating in the middle of space," he said. He explained that he hoped that discovering aliens would make us realize how much we all have in common on Earth and that it's more important than our differences. The other reason for releasing this information right now is to give mankind a common cause. But this is not a cause to fight the demons posing as aliens. No, it is a common cause to accept them and agree with the demons who are posing as extraterrestrials and their agenda. Ephesians 6.11 Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And Ephesians 2, 2, wherein, in time past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. They had that problem back then. Among whom also... We all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. This COVID jab is the mark the sign of the beast and its system because it is all about changing the flesh to match what is spiritually inside those who get the jab But no doubt there would be immediate arguments, Obama continues, about like, well, we need to spend a lot more money on weapons systems to defend ourselves, he said, new religions would pop up and who knows what kind of arguments we get into. We're good at manufacturing arguments for each other. What Obama is clearly not aware of, according to Israel 365, the Jewish to Christian propaganda outreach website, is that the Bible already addresses this subject. Oh, really? This article relates UFO phenomena to Nephilim and suggests that Ezekiel saw a UFO in his vision. Do remember That I have said the Talmud in Sanhedrin 97a describes how the Nephilim will return as a part of the messianic process. Israel 365 further says, Though it may seem counterintuitive that proof of aliens would cause people to turn to new religions, religions have cropped up on flimsier bases. Star Wars was not only a wildly successful cinematic franchise, but it also led to the establishment of a Jedi religion with hundreds of thousands of adherents. The development of computer-based artificial intelligence was incorporated into the transhumanist movement, which is a strange mix of science, philosophy, and religion with its own vision of a computer messiah. Part of the point of movies like Star Wars and other science fiction movies is to turn people away from Yahweh toward the more visual and imaginational enhancing realms outside the earth. Aliens coming to Earth, then, necessarily appeals to the faithless. And, to this end, the New World Order is building a religious complex in Abu Dhabi to be opened next year, 2022. It is called the Abrahamic Family House... This complex will include a mosque, a church, and a synagogue. The Abrahamic family house epitomizes harmonious coexistence and preserves the unique character of each religion. It captures the values shared between Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. The three united Abrahamic religions can then stand together to welcome the demons posing as aliens when they arrive. Israel taking Temple Mount... The introduction of a Nephilim Antichrist, UFOs and Jesus riding on a white horse through the clouds in the sky, earthquakes and other natural disasters, more pestilence, famines and economic collapses, that's what's coming, and then worldwide war as well. We have never understood the book of Revelation and it is rolling out with a piece of fabric which name is related to toxins coming out the end of something that pierces the skin and it began to be associated with buying and selling the curtailing of economic freedoms and the freedom to travel from the moment the vaccinations were introduced If you don't know by now that the United Nations beast is the final empire that has rolled out the mark of the beast and that is now rising out of all the people of the earth through their obedience to the COVID vaccine dictates and that Israel has led the world in the United Nations agenda to cause all people worldwide to serve the empire, then there is nothing more I can do for you. And if you do know this, there is still nothing more I can do for you. Either you get it or you don't. The United Nations has been slowly removing sovereignty from the world's nations since October 1945 using quote-unquote agendas to take control of each nation's leaders in 1945 finally led to the UN controlling individuals living on earth in 2020. The United Nations now controls individual movements even in their local areas, their food supply, their medicine, access to Internet, and true, complete, and factual information. Individuals no longer have the freedom to choose because the purveyors of information are not telling the truth or providing complete information based on actual facts. What we get now is bits and pieces of information based on political and religious agendas. It takes a lot of focus, time, and energy for analysts like me to piece it together and present it to you as a truthful, complete, and factual report. And in America... People are still fighting over the flag, political parties, and religion. Meanwhile, China and Russia, as allies of Iran, are preparing for the worst world war to ever happen, starting with the United States and Israel. Let me tell you something. Donald Trump is not America's savior. And America is not Yahweh's new Jerusalem, as is being preached in the Hebrew Roots Movement now. Yeshua has only one bride, not two, and marriage is between one man and one woman, not between one man and two or more women. The Jews are not still in covenant with Yahweh. They were kicked out of it 2,000 years ago in fulfillment of the prophecies read Romans 11 read Jeremiah read Isaiah read the prophets Yeshua was killed by his own people and when he died the kingdom was destroyed with him and lay in the same grave for three days and three nights the Jews became kingdomless and covenantless at that time When Yeshua resurrected, the restored kingdom arose with him. His death and resurrection made it possible for the restored kingdom of Israel. To have people who would do what the first generation who came from Egypt all the way to the cross would not do. Spread the message to all the world so that everyone would have a chance to come into the kingdom. That was Israel's job from the beginning. But our wicked Israelite ancestors wasted the precious kingdom's treasure of salvation to the world. On themselves. They gave into their lusts. For demons. Just like this last generation. Is doing now. They wasted. The kingdom's resources. On satisfying their flesh. They resurrected. And worshipped. The Egyptian gods. Within two months of their deliverance. From Egypt. Jerusalem is the center. Of the earth. America is not there is no other capital of the kingdom than right here on the earth not in heaven and it is that little itty bitty most important piece of land called Israel and the only way to inherit Israel is to come through Yeshua It was that way the first time when he delivered the first generation of Israelites from Egypt. And it is that way now ever since the cross. Yeshua is God and King of Israel from the foundation of the earth. He didn't come to earth to live to become God and King of Israel. He is already that forever. He has been reaching out to mankind from the beginning, starting with the creation of Adam and Eve. He reached out to create a people, Israel, who would go to the nations around them and tell them what a wonderful and awesome God and King Yahweh is. The Israelites did not do that. Rather, they took Israel to the demon gods Around them so Yeshua came in actual human form to reach out to the utmost of his ability he gave everything he died because Israel broke his covenants with him but the brilliance of Yahweh's redemption plan was that Israel was completely restored at the resurrection so the people Could come back through him. Through their personal choice. The book of Hebrews. Tries to explain. That the problem was with that first generation. Not the first covenant. As has been inserted into the King James text. And that Yeshua created a place for a second generation. That would be comprised of those who love him. And will obey him. Yet. Teachers are still teaching that there are two separate houses of Yahweh's people and that these are not restored yet. They are. He restored us. The problem is not with him. It is with us who continue acting like his death and resurrection meant nothing to Israel in this regard. Those who come to Yeshua, God and King of Israel, both before his physical life and afterward, become citizens of the kingdom of Israel. How much simpler can it be? Yet there are those still teaching that the Jews remain in covenant with Yahweh, and America is the new Jerusalem for the house of Israel. Apostasy! Ecclesiastes 12.9, And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yeah, he has good heed, and sought out, and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find out acceptable words, and that which was written was upright, even words of truth. The words of the wise are as goads and as nails fastened by the masters of assemblies which are given from one shepherd. The word for the wise means subtle, crafty, and cunning, like Pharaoh's wise men were crafty and cunning. In Genesis 41.33 in the story of Joseph, these are religious men who do wonders to fool the people isn't that what the beast does in the end of days signs and wonders Ecclesiastes 12:12. 12, 12, and further by these my son be admonished of making many books there is no end and much study is a weariness of the flesh let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear God and keep his commandments For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. What does Yahweh want and what does he expect from those who call themselves by his name? What is it that he has the right to demand? Loyalty. It is loyalty to Him. And how we show our loyalty is by doing His commandments. Think. Have you done all that you can to show your loyalty to Yeshua, Yahweh, Elohim? After all, He is your King. Much study, devoid of obedience, is vanity, my friends, and it is worthless. I do not know what more I can say. The reason I read Ecclesiastes 12, 9-14 to, to you is because it is time for me to quit talking. Quit broadcasting on Hebrew Nation Radio and podcasting on my websites. And let me tell you why I know it is time to end this. I started Beast Watch News and the Messianic Message officially in 2009 after being called by Yahweh to do so. He even gave me the names of the websites. Then Yahweh told me in 2013 that the ministry would change and eventually end. I heard that from him many times over the years. I began to understand the ministries would end. At the end over the years when I have gotten frustrated and asked Yahweh if I could quit each and every time I received one or more emails from readers letting me know what a blessing this ministry is to them I always knew that was his way of telling me no you cannot quit I began to feel the need to quit recently and once again asked Yahweh if I should this time there was no supportive email from anyone he did not lay it on anyone's heart to bless this ministry with encouragement therefore I know that it is time And I believe the end of the ministry is right on time for the tribulation. This is my last broadcast. I may post in the forum and on the website from time to time, but not regularly. When I do, I will send emails. This information will remain online as long as the ministry has money to pay for the servers and as long as Yahweh lets it remain and I will still be around to answer your questions but not as regularly as in the past you can still email me just remember those who reject becoming transhuman will not be allowed to live that is why Yeshua said no flesh would be saved unless he comes to stop Satan and his agenda may you be found capable worthy as the King James Version says, may you be found capable to escape all the things that are coming. That's it for this Beastwatch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastwatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.